All right, let's go. High energy. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> Woo! Okay. Woo! Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Spells and Whistles. <laughs> Stop. I can't do an intro if you're laughing. We don't need okay. an intro. We need energy. <laughs> This is Spells and Whistles, which is a D&D podcast, and if you don't know that by now, then you should go listen to episodes 1 through 10, because <laughs> at this point, hopefully it's well known, and we are doing episode 11 today. Last session, our players made a daring escape to the island country of Votara, inhabited by mostly Triton people. After their new friend Nadia made a disappearance... Argnong finally found Wormgrog at a nearby tavern, and they all rested up. When another airship enters the gate, the party goes to investigate, considering there shouldn't be any more airships today, as multiple figures, one in a hood and three mercenaries, exit said airship. They seem to be looking for Nadia, and realizing that it is lying about knowing where Nadia is, or at least knowing of her, they broke out into a fight. It deftly defeated the hood figure, and we begin with Xander's paw pushing down on the hooded figure's chest. He's, like, gasping for for air. <coughs> uh, yeah, Xander just continues to press. <coughs> so, are you going to give up and explain what you're doing here and why you're coming after us? And who this Nadia person is, perhaps? He just kind of looks over and gives you the iciest glare. He's sitting there and Xander's paw pushes a little bit harder and he like, (gasps) and I think his hood kind of falls off at the same time. And you can see that underneath is just this like gray sort of alien looking head, like eyes that are just too big for the face and features that are way too sharp for any normal humanoid figure no hair just kind of completely bald a neck that is like way like seems too small to hold up a head like this and uh it's just kind of like spitting blood out a little bit on the side of the mouth what colors is blood uh it's just like a really dark red okay a little bit a little bit more dark red than than others but xander's paw is going to remove itself from his chest but xander's still going to be standing over this figure Mm -hmm. so sort of still boxing them in but is giving them a little bit more freedom to speak a little easier as myla sort of uh pocket pockets no shoulders her crossbow um and (laughs) just in my pocket Uh, it's a it's a collapsible crossbow (laughs) which is and it goes in your pocket right uh myla slings her crossbow over her shoulder and starts walking over towards where it is sort of looking quizzically at the entire situation. Uh, it's going to, once Sanders off, like grab this guy by the collar of his like hooded cloak and just like lift him up and like push him against a wall kind of. And he's, as he's doing that, he's going to turn to like the crowd that had kind of gathered. I don't know if they're still around. They're definitely dwindling. Like the number of yeah. people deciding to go inside is is increasing. That's smart. <laughs> uh, I think it like notices some people like going inside and being like, that's a good decision. 
you all should go inside now. Uh, make a persuasion check with, or intimidation, actually. Uh, persuasion 13 plus 6 is 19. Most of the crowd goes inside, uh, leaving you and your group to their devices and this guy within your grasp. Let's ask again. Who's Nadia and why do you want her? send talk normal talk what can you talk normal <coughs> just like spits <laughs> some blood at you wow whoa that could have okay guys can i torture him is that cool torture not yet i have a really interesting torture method save it for later okay okay he just spat blood on me you were sent by whom the play, the player. The player. Just like nods slightly. Is that a name any of us have heard before? I think only Mila would be able to make a history check on this one. Amazing. Let's go, Mila. Plus seven. <laughs> I'm smart. <Oof>. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with the big D twenty. Twelve plus seven is nineteen. You've heard of this person before, uh, through the shroud. They are one of the if not the biggest uh, Boskite smuggler. And other than that, no one knows anything about this person, like where they are, what they look like, their actual name, any of that. It could be anybody around you and you would have no clue. Hearing that name, Mila's going to walk up besides Id and sort of lean a little closer and just in a whisper say, okay, listen, um... We're probably going to have to kill this guy. Um, yeah, he's directly associated with probably one of the worst people um, in the sort of like underground thing. So um, either we kill them now or we kill them later. But either way, they've got to die. So Arknong's head kind of pops up in between you two as you're like leaned into each other. And he's like, did, hey, did you say kill him? Can I do that? I looked at Id. Not yet. Damn it. <coughs> How much did you get paid? What? Money. How much did you get paid? More than you'll ever see in your life. It's fair. Numbers are good, though. Just, like, press the point of my war pick, like, into his Adam's apple. It. this guy just insulted how much money you can see. You gotta kill him. Can I, can I start looting his pockets? Uh, yeah, you can loot his pockets. Awesome. Make an investigation check. Perfect. Do I get any sort of bonus or anything for them not being, like, able to really fight me? Or are they still able to sort of fight me? Or would it, you know? I I think I would say no, it's a flat roll. Because for it, sure. it when looting a dead body, it would also just be a flat roll. And they can't <laughs> fight back. So, like, so true. So true. I would Fair. say that it's just a, a straight roll. Respect. Uh, oh, that's an 11. I rolled a two. There are a couple things in his pockets. You find 500 gold pieces. Ooh. In, in like, bigger denominations. So, what, like, 50, 50 platinum. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I think that's the conversion. You find 50 platinum in his, in his coat. You find, like, a small interconnected circular gadget of some sort. Kind of like the time turner uh, from Harry Potter all these like concentric rings inside of each other that kind of twist and spin 
And the last thing you find is uh, a bishop chess piece. I'm immediately going to pocket the latter two items, so the chess piece and the small gadget, um, and just throw them in my bag, and then I'm going to take the 500 gold pieces, or 50 platinum, whatever it is, and sort of put it out in my hand, hold it, and say, hmm, decent payout, I will, I'll say myself. Um, I'm going to give 10 platinum to Argnog, 10 platinum to Id, 10 to my personal, and 20 to the parties. Nice. Money. <laughs> Why is Nadia wanted? What did she do? She stole something. Yeah, no duh. Dude, you're on borrowed time. Do you want to get specific or do you want to die? Those are your choices. I think I want to die. Sweet. Before you even do anything, he like pops his ring finger and just like immediately slumps in your hand. Oh shit. Id, you said I could kill him. I think I, I was going to let you, which might not have been a good decision either way. Why did you Why did you do that? I didn't even know you could do that. Well, he did that. Uh, it will take off the ring and look at it. Uh, the ring has nothing on it. Uh, it's just like a normal ring. There, it the ring is not the thing that killed him. Hmm. Oh, jeez. Okay, pocket it anyway. Well, you could probably pawn it. Hell yeah. Wanted. I wish we had another closet to deal with this body. Oh, well, we could put it into Argnog's bag and then deal with it later. Haha. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I have a, I'm, I'm going to do it. I have a corpse in my bag. <laughs> we, we open the backpack <laughs> of holding. And you guys are, like, stuffing this body into this bag that should be way too small for this body. And I think you notice that there is one Triton who is standing, watching you. Everyone else has gone inside, but they are the only ones outside. They have this, like, blue hair that turns to green at the ends that is put up in two buns on their head and uh, little fins in the places where ears are. They're currently, like, watching you guys do this, but she also is holding the knife that you threw at the guy and just kind of like twisting it and turning it in looking at it. This is the, the, the knife with the poison injection in it that you tried to throw at the hooded figure. So she's, she's holding the knife and just kind of like looking at it, inspecting it more than anything. Uh, is this yours? Kind of looks at it. Yes, I need that back. Walk over to her. Okay. She hands it to you. I thought you might want to know that it was made here. Like this country, this specific city, this street. Oh, um, this is Votaran craftsmanship. Do you see the, um, right there? She kind of points at the, the hilt a little bit, and there are two almost like fishing hook style hooks at the end of it. Hmm. So that's pretty indicative of where it was made, and... And I thought you might want to know, but if you don't care, that's fine. She just kind of turns and starts walking away. Would would you be able to tell who made it? Yeah. I'll pull out uh, two silver pieces and offer it in exchange for the information. How about I show you guys where he is and you pay me more? Fun by me. Just give us like 30 more seconds um, as I start putting the... the last of his <laughs> legs and feet into the bag with our oh you went head first 
<laughs> yeah, head first. <laughs> Gotta get the, the shoulders in first, you know? Okay. I'm, like, trying to help you hold... I'm holding the bag open, but you're, like, taller and bigger and here putting a heavy thing in, so I'm, like, s- struggling to hold my footing as you're, like, sl- shoving it in the bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, like, just like thir- 30 more seconds. Just, like, 30 <laughs> more seconds. Push, Myla. I'm trying. <laughs> Why are you so weak? I'm not weak. <laughs> Takes, like, 30 more seconds, and then I zip up the bag. Pat it. At this point... The, like, black blood that was visible in its veins is, like, finally receding, like, down back towards his chest, like, from his arms and his neck. Because that ability only lasts for a minute. Okay. Um, ten gold. Oh, I could do that. I hand, I, I hold up a platinum piece, but I don't hand it to them yet. I just sort of flick it. She holds out her hand to, like, shake somebody's hand. I'll shake it. Okay, it's getting late. We can start now if you want. Yes, please. Um, okay, I'm gonna go pack some things real quick because I, it's a bit of a journey. Oh, good. I'll be back here in an hour, okay? Sounds good. How about we, instead of us waiting on the street where I just murdered someone, you meet us at the tavern? Yeah, I can do that. Cool, one hour. See you then. Nice to meet you! As they're walking away. She just kind of just walks away, disappears into the alleyways. You guys head back to the tavern, and an hour later, she shows up. Is there anything you want to do in the tavern? Uh, yes. As we're all sort of sitting down, and I do my cross-legged thing again, because water, sand, gross. And, and our round of worm grogs come around. Um, I'll As soon as the server's sort of walking away, I'll look at it, and I'll say, Where did you learn how to do the... the- the, the neck the neck veins thing that's i didn't learn how to do it just started what? happening um this oh. dagger this is the one that was used to try to kill the grip so we mm-hmm. need to be assuming that this triton and whoever she's taking us to are associated with people that would want to kill the grip which means they're probably shady so keep your eyes and ears out. Okay, well, did they want to kill the grip or did they want to kill you? Because it looked like the dagger was aimed at you, if I'm not mistaken. a little bit of both, I think. So you've just always been able to drip magic ink? No. Oh. Well, that's weird. So, but you didn't learn it? No. Oh. Something that was... As they would put it, given to me. Oh, like a gift. Not, I was just going to say, not the best gift. Oh. Well, you can do cool stuff with it, so... It's true. Maybe it's not a gift you wanted, but maybe it's a gift you can use? I much prefer the other gifts they gave me, but... Oh, like what? Thing. Like training, and food, oh. and a bed. Oh, so you were at, like, a... Like a, like a camp? Or like a school? Or... They would really like school, I'm sure. Uh, I think Myla's brow furrows, but she doesn't continue asking questions. I think she just keeps in mind the information she's received, um, as well as the sort of symbol that we've seen with it a few times, and just sort of leaves it at 
that for now. There's a pensive moment for you, Id, as Mila starts bringing all this back to your attention. And I think that being here in a place that you've never been, but finally being with some people that you can trust again, you start to allow yourself to think. Um, Id's memory begins to play back, not necessarily what he remembers, but um, what is happening in a time earlier in his life as two figures are circling each other around the wide sandy floor of a tall, empty stone room. Above them, through a window, three figures in long coats observe the start of the duel. The one in the center holds a wand up to his mouth. Begin! (laughs) The wand booms his voice out into the open space. The pair below, both wielding spears, approach each other and clash. A slender changeling jabs thrice with his spear, but the young human swats it the side twice and then accepts the third lightest blow of the three straight into his stomach, then retaliates with a forceful thrust that pins the assailant's foot to the floor as they cry out. Next! Our scene changes, now there is a broad-shouldered tiefling, but the human remains. The tiefling is wielding a shield and a longsword, and it seems that the human has dropped his sword in favor of reinforcing his shield with both arms. After taking many overhead blows to his shield, the human rushes the assailant and slams them with the shield against the wall. Again, a new partner for the human, this time with brass knuckles, results in a broken jaw for both and a broken finger for the human. Next one, another partner. Now they wield great axes. The human takes a deep gash to his leg, but succeeds. Another. Now it's crossbows. The human moves on to the next participant with two bolts in his arm and one in his shoulder. Next. Back to shields, this time with a war pick. The opponent is a large, muscular half-orc. The human is barely holding his own at this point. It has been hours of non-stop combat with experts on each weapon. The half-orc grins, begins combat aiming the hammer face of the war pick horizontally from both directions, and the human can barely keep up. Seeing an opening, the half-orc grins, twists his weapon, aiming for the shoulder with the pointed side of the war pick. The human, however, sees the tusked fellow recognize the hole he opened for him, and allows the hook of the enemy war pick into the leather straps of his buckler. Locked in place, the human feels something in his chest pulse, like an icy hand clutching his heart. The half-orc sees the human's veins turn blue, then darken to black, and oily steam exits from his mouth. The blood staining the human's clothes transitions the same hue as his veins, then travels up his body and coats his entire weapon in an inky liquid. It does not drip. In one crescent arc above his head, the human's war pick cleaves into the half-orc's chest and pulls three broken ribs with it as it exits. We see the observation room again. Ah, finally. It seems as though our internal work succeeded with this one. And he succeeded with the alternative objective too. Good. The three walk away from the window, giving us a new view of the room from above. The sand on the floor is disturbed and bloody, save for a near-perfect circle around a straw practice dummy in the center. And, like, that day, that half day, 
just like replays in its head and he's like totally spaced out for five ten minutes just sitting there both hands on his cup um i think after a few minutes probably 10 15 minutes of it it just staring uh myla just casts message uh and just says i'm sorry i didn't i I didn't mean to um i didn't mean to upset you or anything i was just wondering because i thought people learned magic or were born with it so this is new um if i go too far next time just say something um i think it responds out loud and says hmm uh no that's okay we need to work as a functioning team that's true i know what'll cheer you up ib let's go play dice with those guys over there let's we have a lot of money to bet with i'm sure they do too come on it'll be fun why don't you show me how it's done argno okay i'll walk over with him <laughs> the game they're playing is just straight up luck so it's just a d20 a flat d20 roll okay i want to walk up to them and be like hey you chumps i'm gonna smoke your asses yeah you, th- you think so i yeah uh-huh you gotta pay up first yeah yeah well, i could pay up what are you what are you talking about i have more money than you've probably ever seen i know that because the person i took it from said it's more money than I've ever seen, and uh, I—that's how much it is. Yeah, let's let's see it. Well, how much? You gotta tell. You gotta name the price. I'm not gonna show you all this money, but just know that it's more than you've ever seen. I, I just trust me. Uh huh. He gestures to the table, and there's currently a pot that looks to be about five gold, five silver. So like a gold silver person. See that? That's chump change for me because I'm I have more money than you've ever seen <laughs> well then pay up uh, I I put in the uh, amount alright so the way this game works you take two of these dice and uh, as soon as you get doubles you're out uh, but you want to get to 25 total uh, and you get to, to keep the dice you want and, uh, for, for each round Easy. I'm going to be way better at this than you. <laughs> All right. We're going to roll straight up luck checks. Oh, my God. And if you're trying to, like, if you're trying to, like, slight oh of hand my, it or anything. I'm not. It was a fair shot, and right. I got a 20 on the dice. Yeah. Uh, uh, they rolled a 13. Unlucky number. So 13. in short succession... You take out every single one of them. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had no backup plan. I literally just went for it. <laughs> and uh, you are now five gold and five silver richer. Later, losers. Siib, I told you. Wasn't that fun? You sure did. That was actually really impressive. Thanks. Good dice rolling. Isn't that just luck? No. It's just Argnon. I mean... There's, like, certain amounts of chances and, like, statistics that would prove you wrong. But whatever you say, um, and I'll just <laughs> drink my worm grog. How did the gamblers uh, feel about a child just trash-talking them and then walking away with all their money? <laughs> the, uh, the, like, there's, like, five burly guys at a table. The one talking to you just kind of scoffs as you walk away and, and like... 
essentially fills in the space that you came into as a clear show of like this table's completely full and we have no room for anybody else <laughs> uh, so yeah amazing good job Arcanon. um yeah next time you want to do that though maybe don't do it by by bragging sometimes people can get really mad about that i mean i learned the hard way <laughs> so yeah well honestly i wasn't expecting to win i just wanted to fight them yeah but oh I was about to say people get really mad when you beat them at cards, but I guess that was what you wanted, so, um... Yeah, I want to practice my killing. If you want, we can fight. You? I don't want to kill you. I mean, you're... You've been a help. Oh! Not on, not on me. Like, um... Like, Zan Xander. Xander can fight you. If you want. Hmm. I'll fight him. Xander is currently on top of a table... Uh, okay. Because the sand-water combination is very mm -hmm. bad for this metal panther. And uh, is is just, like, <sighs> sitting on top of a table. Like, yeah, like really upset at you. Yeah, I'm going to have to make some adjustments to that. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, okay, so maybe when we have some downtime to wherever we're going, you and Xander can fight. And um, we can see how far you get. A fight against somebody who's too scared of even the ground? That's easy. Xander snarls at you. You're not scared of anything? Mm, that's right. Not even one thing. Okay, well. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess. We'll see how that holds up. I'm also going to have to say either do it before this Triton shows back up or after we're done and back somewhere where we can be alone because showing cards to someone we don't necessarily trust is not the best idea. Smart, very smart, Id. I'll we can, we can wait for a, another day. Yeah, I feel like Argon's a little tired right now. You're getting the little, you know, the the looking like a kid's eyes they get when they start getting a little sleepy and they their head starts <laughs> going forward a little bit. Like, yeah, you you look a little tired, bud. I'm not tired. <laughs> I'm not tired. <laughs> I'm not tired. I want to fight. Later, I said later. Okay. 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 Goodness. And I rub my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Arnung, I think uh, the waiting for another 40 minutes probably gets to you and you, like, take a little, like, yeah. doze nap on the counter. I am asleep. <laughs> <laughs> With a, a half-empty cup of warm grog in front of you. The bartender just kind of takes it and, like, scoots it back a little bit. Like, dumps it out behind him. Milo looks like she doesn't know what to do. Now she's like he's he's sleeping. <laughs> Mila's very much under the impression that you treat like little kids like you treat regular adults. So she just yeah. is sitting here like I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I'm uh, um yeah, and I'll oh, I'll also point out to Id. Um oh, I also got these things that I can look at probably later um when we're not traveling or whatever, but the the person that we um I do a killing sign cross like mm -hmm. my neck um they had these um and i'll pull out the the bishop piece and i will pull out the little gadget um this one's really interesting to me um so maybe i can like sort of figure that out later probably not today because i'm also <laughs> a little tired um but later anastasia can we make like preemptive checks just like checking these things out for the first time sure yeah um, probably just an investigation checks, unless you're looking specifically for, like, Arcana or anything like that. I'll just roll investigation for now, since it's a general check. 
Can I help? Can I help Myla? Yeah. Okay, thank God. Woohoo! Let's go dice. Twenty six. Seventeen on the die plus nine. Whoa. Yeah. So you're so you're looking at the bishop piece and the gadget, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. The bishop piece is just that. It is just a bishop piece. It's made of a very well carved um, marble stone of sorts. Um, very very high end and uh like kintsugi you know gilded and such which is that that japanese art of breaking something and then like putting it back together with gold leaf Mm -hmm. um so wherever this came from very expensive very high end the gadget i don't think you know what it does it's clearly something that tracks things uh and you're not sure if that is like in in what situation you could use this or why you would use it it's it's definitely something you would have to spend like a couple days just full-on like experimenting with before you'd find Mm -hmm. any reason of what this is um, or you get someone to identify it for you or Mm -hmm. whatever so whatever it is for sure it definitely has some sort of like tracking function about it but you're not sure what it tracks or why. Cool. I will, while we're sort of looking at this, um, hold it, look at my and say, um, I need you to hold this real quick. And I'll put it in your hands and I'm just going to walk out the door, um, and look for a shop, uh, with a lead box. <laughs> sure. Roll a perception check for me. Oh gosh, kid. It could be investigation. Okay. Yay. (laughs) 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 I missed him so bad. Uh, It's going to be a 17. Nope. Nope. 15. Sorry. A 15. Mm -hmm. So I think with a 15, you know that you're going to be pushing it on time to try and find a lead box. So if you, you think you know where you can find one. But the downside of this is that you're probably going to come back about 10, 15 minutes after the hour. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, so standing outside the tavern, I'll just sort of, okay, shake my hands. Okay, um, hmm, cast message to it and I'll say, can you stall for like 10, 15 minutes-ish? I think the response you get back is, it's bad business, but if you really want to. Uh, it might help us with... Something, um, just, uh, just, just, it's, it's fine. I'll do my best. I'll, I'll run really fast. I'll run really fast. Um, and I'll just start, sure. uh, running to the box place, box store. Yeah, it's the container store. The container uh, store. <laughs> also known as reverse Ikea. <laughs> reverse Ikea. We put everything in boxes. Put your box in a box. Yeah, I just start frantically running through the streets like, okay, um, this way looks like shopping and start going off frantically. Yeah, you actually end up finding an antique store that you knew earlier because a lot of places don't just sell lead boxes. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a very specific ask. And the best place that you can think to find is an antique shop. So you go in, it's kind of an antique pawn shop combo Mm -hmm. and you find a lead box, um, can you make a deception check for me? Oh, gosh. I can sure try. <laughs> 11. The shopkeeper says, uh, that's gonna be five gold. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? 
I'll just hand the shopkeep a platinum and I'll say, here you go. You didn't see me. And I'll just grab the box and start running back where I came from. Immediately pockets it. Yeah. <laughs> the deception check was to see if he could tell that you needed it badly. Ah, uh, um, yeah. They rolled a really bad insight check. Oh. So <laughs> they said, they said, no, I'll sell it to you for the normal price. Oh, okay. Well, hey, I paid double anyways. You didn't get upcharged <laughs> on it, which is great. But then you paid double, so they're happy with that. Cheers. Um, <laughs> you run back to the tavern. Uh, so we're going to cut back from Myla getting this box to the Triton who walks in. And she sees it at the counter and Argnong asleep at the counter and no Myla and kind of walks her way over glancing at Xander mostly like curious than anything else uh and and walks over to Id and says ready to go my associate is picking up something for the trip told her it was a bad idea but it's running late I said an hour but I agree with you okay uh I'm gonna need two gold up front I pass two gold. All right. They'll just sit and wait for Myla to get back as well. So Miley come rushing into the tavern. I'll wake up Argon. I fling open the door, uh, holding what? a box in one hand. Okay, we can go now. Where did my worm grog go? <clears throat> you drank it all. Who took it? What the hell? Oh, oh okay. Um, I'm going to immediately go over to Id, who's holding the items, and I'm going to place them in the lead box, lock it up, um, just put it wherever it fits, um, and, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) the backpack I'm holding, and I'm gonna turn to, to Id and just say, uh, this'll help it not, um, be tracked? Sure. That little trip cost us two extra gold, by the way. Let's get moving. Oh, it cost me ten, so I'm winning. Let's go. Yeah, okay. She gets up from the tavern uh, table, and I think Xander jumps down too and looks really uncomfortable, like walking through like sticky mud sort of situation. I'll pick up Xander and carry him out the door. Xander, like, licks your hand in, like, appreciation, except it's just metal, so it's... Not the most comfortable it's, thing ever. It's like, uh, it's so cold. Uh, you know how really cold metal, when you touch it, it almost feels wet? It's like yeah. that, except it just leaves little pin pricks on your hand. Cool, good. <laughs> With, there's, like, exfoliating brushes that are, like, rollers <laughs> that have the little, like, mm-hmm. spikes like on the them. Like the rose quartz ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. So, you guys walk out of the tavern. Uh, this triton leads you down to the beach. And then gives you guys these little, uh, little like, packages that are about the size of a slice of bread. And relatively flat, almost, almost a piece of paper, not quite as flat. She says, uh, I don't need one of these, but you guys will. So um, it just, it's a bubble, goes over your head. Take it, please. You can't come with, uh, unless you do that. So she kind of gives them to you guys. And I think after seeing that all of you were a little bit confused, she like pulls one open and it's this little piece of plastic. She sticks it underneath your chin and then it just immediately inflates around your head and creates like an air bubble around your head. 
uh, I make sure my hair doesn't burn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and as it when it, once it completely covers your head, it's not sitting on your head. It's not okay. suction cupped. It's like a space helmet sort of situation. Amazing. And as soon as it does that, it crystallizes into full on glass, like immediately. Ooh. And and so now it is like heavy and will stay on. Um, but it is conformed to like your neck line, like your collarbone area, so that it is seal proof around there. And they're very breathable, so you don't have any trouble breathing all right um okay uh let's go and she just starts like walking into the water from the beach hate swimming just like walks into the water i hate water i'll walk in i can't swim (laughs) uh i'll pull out some rope and i'll tie it to argnong and then i'll tie (laughs) it to xander too so that way you could just sort of bob along you made Xander well enough that he's going to be fine in the water, and he doesn't need a breathing helmet, obviously. Yeah. But he doesn't like it. Yeah, he's... For sure. He's sad. <laughs> like, not a fan. I'm so sorry. He's not damaged or anything. Just really uncomfortable for him. Listen, we gotta do this because this is really important to the party, okay? It's, I, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. If I had it my way, we wouldn't be in here either. Just kind of huffs, walks in after you. <laughs> Sorry. You guys walk underneath the water, and the the weight of the water is heavy enough to keep you down. As you walk further and further into the ocean, it gets dark outside and darker still underwater. And you walk down a slight incline for a little bit before hitting some sort of tube. It's a clear glass tube, hmm. and she kind of opens a bulkhead door, twisting the the metal, and it makes that sound reverberate underwater. She twists open the door and opens it. There's a second bulkhead on the inside. She motions for everybody to walk inside. You all do. Barely cramped enough to fit into the space. And she slams the bulkhead shut behind you. And the water from the inside of this that has filled up this space begins to drain out. And once it's at a low enough level that it's not going to spill over into the next tube, she opens that one as well. And now you are inside of a glass tube that is completely surrounded by water. Glass beneath you, glass around you. And she kind of motions for you guys to like take your helmets off. And then shrugs, as if to say, if you want. Nope, the staying on. I don't trust yeah, this tube. Yeah, I don't want to take it off either. I'll take it off. Sure, why not? Okay, Mila takes it off. Argnong is still tied to Mila and Xander as well. So <laughs> the three of you are like walking as a team down this tube. I'm walking very stiffly. Like I, I'm so freaked out by this. Like I don't. I've never gone by water, and I'm just like, uh, 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 uh I. Um, so you are scared of something. No, I'm comfortable here. <laughs> uh, Do I need to roll an insight check? <laughs> can we go home? We can go home in a little bit, okay? Okay. Okay, cool, let's go! The Triton continues walking down the path, and the ocean floor drops away as you guys are getting further out into the ocean. Does anyone look behind them? I've got my eyes on the Triton the whole time, Okay. so no. I'm too scared. 
if Argnog is falling behind, I think I would look behind to make sure Argnog's still with us, if that makes sense. Um, so. Yeah, as you turn around, you notice that the land you were on is literally just the tip of the island. And underneath, stuck to the sides of this gigantic landmass, are hundreds, thousands of buildings that look a lot like the ones above ground did. Kind of shorter skyscrapers, a mostly two, three-story houses, and all of them are on these support beams stuck to the sides of this island, whatever this rock formation is. So what was above ground, which you already thought was relatively big, is only a fraction of everything. If you'll allow me, I'd like to just, I guess, look at it and using both message and my keen mind feet, sort of send like a snapshot snapshot to Argnog and Id of what yeah. it looks like. Sure. Uh, just like a brief second yes. and just say under my breath, well, it's definitely something new to learn about and keep walking. Do the underwater houses seem like inhabited or are they like wa- like flooded and abandoned? Yeah, there are a lot of Triton like swimming around, a lot of fish swimming around, a good number of like jellyfish, fish, sharks, dolphins, any kind of aquatic animal you can think of. There's a lot of hustle and bustle happening under here, and it seems like these Triton people are literally just going about their days, although it is starting to get evening, so a lot of them are kind of going back home for the day. Do we see any, like, full-on mer people, or is it Triton? Yeah, definitely not as many, but a couple, yeah. Whoa, cool. Um, they look like a lot of the, like, sentry force in the area, if they if there is some sort of, like, guard of the underwater area it's uh, seems to be a lot of the merfolk Mm -hmm. they they're the ones that like have a lot of tridents and 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 by bidents is that the right word um they've got like tridents and bidents and they're swimming around kind of maintaining everything watching um and i think Milo, you notice a lot of other tubes a lot like yours that are going off in other directions as well up and down into the side yeah I think that everyone is just so focused on heading forward that only Myla seems to like notice any of this at the at the beginning. Yeah, Myla's eyes go wide almost almost like a kid who's watched like their favorite uh Disney movie for the first time, you know? Um just like wide-eyed uh and almost like a sparkle to it um as she has seen something brand new with her own eyes. And she just sort of inhales cool (laughs) um and just keeps walking you guys continue walking down the tube until you are out of view of whatever this giant under underwater city is because of just the density of water keeps you from seeing that far and continuing to walk down the tube and she kind of turns around and is like it's late and i never learned your names and i i think we'll just end there because uh I have to go. Have to go. <laughs> True. For sure. So we're going to stop there. Probably a shorter episode, but that's okay, because we're going to get into some good, good stuff coming up. Spicy Ooh, content. Fun. I'm really excited that you guys went underwater, because I was, like, really excited to, Yay! Uh-huh. to describe it and see that city. 
and this whole country this whole country it's is so like cool that. it's um, so it's sick it's one of my favorite things okay thank you for listening to our podcast because it's a lot of fun and i enjoy it so if you want to follow us on socials please do seriously like the best thing you can do to help us is to interact with our socials and interact with our podcast so if you like it and you want to rate it please do that if you want to talk about it to other people please do that um whatever you feel like adding to the conversation we appreciate and love so thank you for listening if you have gotten this far um our socials are linked in the description but as always it is spells and whistles pod on tiktok and instagram and gmail if you wanted to email us it'd be spells and whistles pod at gmail.com uh spells and whistles pod on reddit and i think the only one that's different is twitter which is spells underscore whistles so go follow us on any social media um we are posting or have posted some halloween one shots so listen to those yeah great if they're they're gonna be so good and it was a blast to record so thank you ben for running that it's so fun and uh yeah thanks for listening we'll see you guys next time bye, bye. goodbye